Evening, everybody. It's Friday night. It's about nine o'clock, give or take. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. We are down at Joe Colton. She is off watching some friend of hers get hitched, which is madness. Fooey. Right? Yuck. Girl stuff. Yeah. Love, romance. Blah. Blah. <laughs> so anyways, we're back with the He-Man Woman Haters Club right after this uh, screening of our kick-ass theme song. <laughs> on Joe Mine, a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry, and of course, we don't actually hate the women's. No. No, we love our fans regardless of what, what walk of life they may have, uh, gender, creed, sex, origin, whatever. We don't care. We, mm-hmm. welcome, welcome aboard. We're just making a reference to the old uh, our gang films, which are problematic in their own right, so we should probably just get off of it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And again, I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Joining me here in the top row today, he's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. It's actually ladies' night, but none of them have shown up yet. So we'll <laughs> we'll be here all night, ladies. So uh, yeah, yeah. drinks half price. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're we're running out of uh, of the good stuff, but we got uh, we got Coke Zero. <laughs> we had. Uh, the whole crew is in at work this Thursday, and we have a morning meeting for the whole team. And it is a hundred percent female, except me. So it was, and it, we, we were at my desk. So there were nine girls circling me at my desk, and I said, "Wow, look at all the girls!" I said, "This almost makes up for high school." Hey, <laughs> I I was in a spot like that for a, a number of years too. I worked in the travel business for eight years, which is overwhelmingly. Uh, women work in that in that industry. So I used to go to staff meetings and management meetings, saying, "This is the worst episode of Charlie's Angels ever." <laughs> I don't mind being the Y chromosome. It's cool. Yeah, it was fine. No problems. Being the Bosley in the bottom row. That's right. That's that was uh, that was almost a nickname for a while, but then it got to the point where all my coworkers were too young to understand the reference, so it mm. kind of fell away. Anyhow, uh, in the bottom row, he's just a, a couple of rooms down. He's our resident comic book expert. It's Rack Time, Rob. Hello. I've been off all day. Yeah, he's had uh, fall break, so we got shades of nice. this summer's shiftless layabout this week. <laughs> he's, you know, like not not falling asleep in front of the TV and making noise every night. Now, while you, while you were... Uh... Out of the room for a minute, he reorganized all 58 long boxes. It was amazing. That's not possible. <laughs> on a on a bet, how many long boxes could you guys lift? I'm just talking deadlift, just knees straight, all stacked on top. I don't care about balance, just sheer weight. 
You mean like in general or right now? I mean, because right now, long box deadlift. Because I, I got a bad foot, which kind of inhibits that sort of thing. So one. <laughs> and and I've still, got a bad back, so I'm not going anywhere. It's still impressive. Right. Like if we were if we were if we were healthy, if our if our feats worked. Yeah. Uh, perhaps three. I think I could do three. I think if you put four, I'd get partway up and collapse like yeah. uh, the, the Russian in the all drug Olympics. Right. <laughs> he's torn he's his, his arms off. Oh, that's he doesn't be, feel that now, but in the morning he's going to be sore. Be, best line. That's got to be disappointing to the big Russian. <laughs> As he stands there spurting blood. Yeah, and just and just shaking his head, right? Like he's getting taken out of a little league game. Confused. <laughs> oh my God! As we make reference to. Saturday Night Live one one offs that are thirty years gone by that you can't find on YouTube usually, <laughs> right? Man, right. I don't know. I'm pretty good at finding stuff like that. What are I'll they saving to... that good stuff for, man? They it's not like around. Not like they release compilation DVDs anymore or anything. Yeah. Try to find uh oh uh Bill Murray as the Mighty Hercules, one of the finest sketches ever. Oh yes. <laughs> Where it's all overdubbed. When he goes, so Hercules, lift that boulder. And he goes, that boulder is too large. I can lift a smaller one. Lift that smaller one over there. <laughs> Can't find it. My back is straight. Well, the, <laughs> the one I always try and find, and I, I'm pretty sure they pulled it because there's some question as to whether somebody dropped an F-bomb in the middle of it, is uh, uh, from the Tony Danza episode, the uh, Brooklyn Academy of the Fine Arts presenting <laughs> The War of the Worlds. <laughs> I'm Rudy, and this is the Brewmeister. Yo, yo. I just remember. I remember a Deion Sanders episode where they rushed all. Everybody was getting take rushing the alien spaceship and coming back probed, <laughs> and so they were all uncomfortable when they came back. And at the end, Farley went to do it and just tore his pants. And live, <laughs> you saw it, pretty much everything, and I could not believe that happened. And then they went to commercial and came back and Dion was doing a musical number. And I, it took me, and I liked Dion at the time. It took me about a minute to figure out if it was a skit or considered <laughs> legit. I had, <laughs> Are they putting me on? Where's the gag? Yeah. Where, I was waiting for Farley to run in with his pants still off. <laughs> like, no, it didn't happen. Could have used it, honestly. But <laughs> I, I was glad, though, that the... Uh... Their improvisational Christmas episode uh, did include the global warming Christmas special. Yes. I'm not, I'm not sure I remember that one. Carl oh, Sagan's global warming Christmas special. Yeah. Co-hosted With, uh, by Dean Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks <laughs> doing Dean Martin and Mike Myers doing Carl Sagan. Magnificent. Oh, it's fantastic. What are we here for again? I forget. I don't know. I don't know. Ain't no well, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Mr. Tom DeLuise. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, just just go go find that on YouTube, kid. Yeah, good times. It's good times. Anyways, if you're watching us tonight on YouTube, be sure to give us a thumbs up. I mean, Lord knows we just gave you seven minutes of badly redone uh, Saturday Night Live sketches from at least thirty years ago. Um. <laughs> You know, so if you want more of that, right? Be sure to leave a comment, subscribe to the channel, <laughs> make us all happy. If you're watching this on Facebook, go ahead and give us some kind of a, an emotion. Give us a, a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Uh, we're, hit, we're hitting part of the demographic. 
Right. Josiah Alcorn is referencing space pants. <laughs> so I, we're not hitting everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got Josiah Alcorn. Yep. But uh, <laughs> if people say everybody hates it when you talk SNL, it's lies. <laughs> Our demographic research shows. Right. We're big, we're big with the Josiahs out there. And you better learn to like it or we'll move on to SCTV. Oh, that's right. I don't know that as well. You have to educate me. <laughs> oh, hey, Yorgi. <laughs> you, you not see that on 3CP2. <laughs> oh, see. And the straight edge. He can get behind all SNL material more than there the rest. There you go. Well, good news. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm with Ed. You have found the show. Old Saturday Night Live rattling around than any they're, old wrestling. They're both cyclical, right? They get right. good, they get bad, they come back. Yeah, yeah. but but I, I know more about one than the other. <laughs> That's true. We'll get you, Rob. We will teach you. He knows more about Seamus than he will admit, hit on, admit mm-hmm. on camera. So. It's his favorite. The human lens flare. <laughs> it just I just like it when he shows up because then I just walk around talking with a bad Irish accent like Chief O'Hara from the Batman show. I like anybody who's paler than me. <laughs> That's the list right Wait, there. Ready? Ready? I'm gonna push the Seamus button. Seamus button. Okay, now we're back. Yeah. <laughs> As the whole corner of the screen changes tint. Right. <laughs> I just look like a floating toupee. That's okay. And not even much of that, but okay. <laughs> J.J. Abrams doing Mark's lighting. Right. Maybe that's what we need to do next, Mark. We need to get you just a, a really obnoxious t- uh, toupee. As, a, as an homage to my father. Right. Maybe I can find his. But but never make mention of it. Just just <laughs> let it, just have it sit there like a dead rat on your head. The well, entire that, hour and a half, two hours. That just, brings us just, let it, just let it be the 100-pound the gorilla in the room. That right. brings us all the way back to wrestling. Because when Angle got his head shaved, and showed up on SmackDown the next time with a big curly wig with a wrestling with wrestling headgear over it. Right. I mean, right, brilliant. See, Halloween is coming right there. It's it's, it's yeah. That that might be might be the Mark Weber tack right there. You know what? We'll consider it. I'll take it under advisement. Right. <laughs> all I have to, I just all I have to do take off my glasses and I'm Fred Flintstone, so I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> yeah, but I do. Right, just not shave for a couple of days. It's kind of what I do normally is the Fred Flintstone non-stubble. It's a good look. Right. I mean, if I shave more than two or three times a week, uh, everything gets inflamed. So I mean, just, you know. Got to pace yourself. If the toupee is actually a 100-pound gorilla, that could be interesting. <laughs> Next week, I'll be deadlifting long boxes with an actual 100-pound gorilla on my head. <laughs> Will he be helping with the deadlift? No. <laughs> Come right. to think of it, a hundred pound gorilla is actually kind of small. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's true. Bring pretty me the gorilla world. Bring it's me really loan, just more than a big monkey. Diana, loan me the Cookie Monster when he's up to it. He can sit upon my head while I deadlift the long boxes. It'd be a good show. There's room for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God! Well, we've wasted enough of these good people's time, don't you think? Get well for now. We'll get back yeah, to that. We'll, we'll get back to that. Not like, like not like actually doing our segments is going to stop wasting their time. Mm. But you know, what do you say we move into community calendar? Mm. Yeah. There's Comic Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know? Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community calendar.
And there you see it. If uh, if you've got a show you want to uh, plug, make sure you get it into what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. There's lots of ways to get a hold of us, but that's the only way we can guarantee it for you because things aren't real organized at the compound right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so get it to the email and we'll get it on the show. And make sure you get it to me before Friday because I'm not making changes to that after after Thursday. What if news drops on a Friday afternoon? That's what I'm saying. If news drops on a Friday, that's what that time is for. I got to get the news in. You know, I'm not going to get uh, Donnie Bohunk's garage sale in at the last minute, 8 to noon on Saturday. That's got to be somebody's new nickname. Right. Donnie, Donnie Bohunk. Donnie Bohunk. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so where where where'd my slides go? There they are. There they are. Well, not yet. There we go. Hey, it's the last weekend. We're, we last week we got to plug this one, but the New England GI Joe show is this Sunday, October sixteenth, at the Knights of Columbus Hall in scenic Tewksbury, Massachusetts. Uh, head on out. You can see pissed off Flint and the Honcho. Mark, you going out to Tewksbury? I'll be wearing a Canadian hat. In Tewksbury, a Canadian hat. Yeah, it's a toque. Is that a like a, a hockey mask? It's a toque. That's, that's what they call it. Show her she'd back me up. She she would, but she'd also be wrong. What? That's what they call it up there. Like offense. Call it. It's just. It's just and they're sorry, and not, I'm not. Hat. I'm not ripping Canada. I dig Canada. They just it's a knit cap. They call things different things. I I have long pissed off the great nation of Canada. They are, depending on the week, number two or number three in our demographics. You know what they call the Stanley Cup in Canada? Foreign. Unobtainium. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> We're just borrowing it. You can have it back. Uh, someday. In, uh, it's probably bad enough that none of the Canadian teams are winning it, but then, like, teams like Tampa Bay are, right. you know. Right. 28 years. We've been borrowing that cup, I think. Noted uh, hockey powerhouse, Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. I but mean, yet it is. They got three cups. There'll be a team that wins it from Canada at some point, provided there's any teams left in Canada to do so. <laughs> I do like that whatever, whoever's the last Canadian team standing, they all rally behind it, unless it's Toronto. Right. They hate Toronto. Right, but Toronto never gets the playoffs anyway, so that's no. the point. Not much, not much worry about that. Right. <laughs> so right there, New England GI Joe show. Get on out. Tell us how it is. Ten to two on Sunday. Seven dollar admission. Kids are free. I just came back from Montreal and it was lovely. They have poutine and Toys R Uses. Here endeth the list. That. What else do you need? We visited Montreal a couple of years ago. My first time I'd ever been there. It was right after they traded for Shea Weber. Weber jerseys and shirts everywhere. I'm like, this is a good town. They were like, hey, we we bought these shirts for the Hancho. Mm-hmm. And now we have the Shea Weber. That's it. <laughs> Perhaps you would like a half-price P.K. Subban. <laughs> he was a good player. He was. And then they yeah. sent him to, what, Nashville? I. Uh, yeah, I think, so. I think that was his next stuff. He just retired. That's why. I yeah, because he went to Nashville to play hockey. Then he went to New Jersey. Ugh. They Look, still running that neutral zone trap. 
Look, he, those Predators did get to a cup final. Yeah, and so did the Panthers. And right. suicide rates in Canada skyrocketed. <laughs> oh, Michael Gene Fleming, it's not as bad as Florida, but North Carolina has a hockey team, and they are the only state pro sports team to have brought us home a national champion. They're, they're one of two teams in there. And even the other, neither of them have been there that long. You forgot the Hornets. No, I didn't forget the Hornets. The Hurricanes? The Panthers, the I, don't, Hornets, I didn't even remember that. And there's the, uh, the Hurricane. I when did the Hurricanes win the Stanley Cup? I forgot the uh, I forgot the Panthers, actually, as embarrassing as that is. Oof. Still, that's easy enough to do these days. Yeah. A lot of Panthers out there. Yeah. Can't yeah, swing, sure. a, I don't can't remember. swing a Panther without hitting a Wildcat. <laughs> but, uh, it's all right, Michael Gene Fleming. Not not every but not every state has a Yankees. Hmm. <laughs> Next up, <laughs> man, He Man's looking super blonde, right? It's the Mid Atlantic Toy Swap, brought to you by the same folks who bring you uh, Joe Fest. That is on Saturday, October twenty tooth of twenty twenty two, from ten to three. Free admission. Uh, get on out, rummage through all the stuff, buy yourself some toys, be happy. Princeton, West Virginia. Mark, you going to make the commute there? Only if I can get that Red Ninja for Joe. I, I mean, Joe may be there herself getting that Red Ninja, depending. I'm. It's closer for her. No, no, she's not. Oh, wait. Yeah, October 22nd? I'll make that happen. There you go. That's an odd Megatron to choose of all the iterations of Megatron. Maybe, but... Uh... I mean, is that even a toy, or is that just a snip from a cartoon? Yeah, I mean, that's the prime. If they wanted, if they wanted a toy, Derek has a broken one in his backpack. They can borrow. <laughs> and that's that's a story from a day far, far in our past. Mm-hmm. By never, the way, never uh, forgotten. Five, two thousand six, Carolina Hurricanes, Stanley Cup champion. There you yeah, go. I don't remember that one day. Yeah, I mean, uh, Michael Gene Fleming remembers. I was taking his word for it. Look, I'm not, I'm not disputing anything by somebody who who spells their name out with all three names, right? Because that is serial killer <laughs> resume material, or at least violent criminal. Yeah. As as our subscriber count drops by one, I'm just saying. What about what about Richard Dean Anderson? He was MacGyver, uh, and he's hiding something. That guy was. A, <laughs> he's that, hiding something. That guy was a dick. He's hiding something. <laughs> uh, now Patty and Selma are going to be hunting you down. All right. Yeah, probably. Pat Rubin invites, uh, advises us that uh, that Megatron is from the animation. The toy for that isn't that defined. Did I just get mansplained about Transformers? Probably. Yeah. probably. I should have I spent longer on the brand. Right. How long were you on Transformers? Mark? Two and a half years. Two and a half years out of the four years you were at Hasbro, I was there for five, so right. I, it got split right down the middle. Right. Half of half of it crazy profitable, and the other half had to have it. Please, sir, can I have more than four items this year? No. All right. No, and in fact, this year you got three. You didn't. Yeah, you never asked for more because then they'd be like, "Well, shoot, we can give one of those to Nerf and one to Transformers, and you'll be down to two, and you'll be brilliant." Make Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, it'll be great. Make Duke with loud colors. 
I made a Duke. True. It wasn't bad. No. Marini's parts and all, but whatever. No, that was good. Diana liked him. That That's setting a low bar. Yeah. Uh, I was at the very tail end of Transformers Prime. I was there 12 to halfway through 14. So but Prime wasn't my wasn't my gig. I was uh, Generations. So Thrilling 30, um, uh, Combiner Wars. That was my jam. Phil, Look at totally caught my back. He's got you covered. That era that went from 17 million to 124 million in two years. That was me. <laughs> just saying. If look, if you want to look at it on a timeline, that's me. All I'm saying is, if you had put Duke's head on an otherwise snake eyes figure and just called it Duke, Diana would still buy it. Covert ops. Like Covert ops. She likes them all, but she's discerning too. She has tears. A definitive list coming, no doubt. See. Not rubber stamping all of them. Yeah, I think she's just saying that. Yeah, I don't. I think it backs. It pretty much proves the points that no one likes O Face Duke, <laughs> and I put him out too. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't put him out first. Yeah, I put you him. Just used him to try and fill an item. <laughs> to I put try him and make three, up for lack a, of item count. Yeah, I put him in a three pack to help you know dilute the onus of him. <laughs> the onus. No, Ruben, Matt's right. It's totally animation. They did make a toy of it, but yeah, that's totally yeah, animation. yeah. No, that's you're 100% right. I mean, I guess we used him to prove our to, anyways. I don't know. This is all going in a nasty loop, and I want to move on. Let's go. Next, next show item <laughs> the end of the month. New Jersey Collector Con is back on Saturday, October 29th, 10 to 5. $10 admission, $20 for early bird at 8 a.m. That is in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Giving away stuff every hour, including that big-ass Omega Supreme that you see in the picture. That's the last one of the day, 5 p.m. You have anything to do with him, Mark? No, but I thought they did a great job. By and large, the Transformers team has been doing great work Yeah, over the years. Really, hardly any complaints. But yeah, that Omega's great. And my son's favorite, my son is a huge Transformers fan. And his favorite jam are the Titans. And he's got all of them stacked up high on a bookcase. And Omega's pretty much killing it. We had to move Trypticon off because he's got that gigantic tail. So he really needs his own spot. He's on top of Derek's desk. So what what does Derek think of G.I. Joe? He's okay with G.I. Joe. But he likes, uh, even now, man, and he's 15 or 16. He'll... uh, when he's watching a show, he'll have a transformer in his hand. Just click, 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 click. And then come in later, click, 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 click. Like it engaged him. And, and that's, you know, not to get too geeky into it, but that's really the joy of Transformers is beyond the story is it's puzzle play and action figure play together. And that's the genius of it going all the way back to Takara. And that's that still works on a ton of levels. And it absolutely works with Derek. Like, he's 16. He doesn't get a lot of toys anymore. But his sister got him one she knew he wanted, and that was what he had in his hands the whole rest of the night. So there's some magic there. With a name like Omega, he has to be supreme. That's a good point. I mean, also, he does come with sour cream and tomatoes. Right. And he can can blend them with his claw hand. He can make guacamole. It's great. (laughs) 
It's a little Cuisinart. Yeah. Cuisinart Supreme. Of course, the beginning of November, we've got assembly required on the 4th and the 5th. Uh, we talked to Brian Sauer a couple weeks ago. Uh, still plenty of uh, opportunity for you to get in on this. Get those vacation days set aside. Head on out to Iowa. Get yourself to assembly required. What episode do we have that on? A couple weeks ago? Yeah. 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 That one. Talked to Brian on uh, 232. So that was November, uh, September 16th, rather. So uh, go back, rewatch that one once we're done here. Uh, sorry, I was I, I I went over to the chat for a second. It kind of yeah. I don't where, where there's a comment we cannot post because it's horrifying. Right. <laughs> there's that one, and then there's also the the ongoing Taco Bell Transformers. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to go back. I don't need to put all of those on the screen, but just be, be assured we are amused. Yes, we are amused. Anyways. Uh, Fanboy Expos in Indianapolis here November 12th and 13th. Uh, Racktime Rob will be there. I will. I don't know. On assignment. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, guests include Peter Cullen, Barbara Eden, Dave Foley, Jerry the King Lawler, Lex Luger, Lee Majors, Rikishi, Lindsey Wagner, Frank Welker, and many more in the squared circle fighting the Royal Rumble. Uh, more information, go to fanboyexpo.com. Is it the lovely and scenic Indiana State Fairgrounds, home of the the cow made of butter? Is that true? That is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same cow and they just keep it preserved, or they have a different cow every year at the state fair. I don't know, but there is very definitely a life size cow sculpture of butter at the state fair every year. Pendragon Designs has the most cutting insight we've seen this week so far. So why is the Y so small? That says Fanbo Expo. Well, maybe maybe it is Fanbo Expo. It's like they got to the end and they're like, oh, man. It's like my son when he's writing on line paper and he's like crumpling it up at the end to get the word in. It does look like a lowercase Y. Andrew Galgan is upset that he got his missed his time to bash <laughs> on. <laughs> no, you didn't. Nah, throw it in. Yeah, forget that noise. Forget that noise. Uh, Josiah Alcorn asks, is Lex walking these days? Yes, actually, he is. He's he's a little better these days. I mean, it feels like he kind of got it together late. So Yeah, he's got a cane, last I saw him, but he, he is getting himself around. He, he seems to have turned things around, and, and good on him for that. Mm-hmm. I just watched an old Halloween Havoc this week, him and uh, Brian Pillman. It was actually pretty damn good. Look, so, young Lex Luger was a pretty talented wrestler. Yeah. As he got into his 30s and the, the juicing became far more apparent, eh, he kind of lost some of that. But young Lex Luger, pre, pre-WWF pre run Lex Luger, was a pretty good wrestler. Yeah. And, and you know, the word is he was kind of aloof and came off as a little bit standoffish. He didn't grow up a wrestling fan. He just fell into it and was good at it. Right. And, and yeah, but other than people blaming him for the Miss Elizabeth stuff, I mean, eh, he's just a dude. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of blamed himself for that too. So it's, well, it's not like a, it was kind of his deal. Yeah. There's some culpability there, but it's, uh, Jeff Butler says margarine cow might be there instead, but you can't tell by looking. You can. Yeah. yeah you can. Margarine smell. cow don't smell right. Mm-mm. Ants will walk across margarine if you leave it open outside. They're just like, eh, or they'll go around it. Like, eh, don't <laughs> they'll, need it. They'll avoid it. It's, yeah. it's a good deterrent. Just put yeah. margarine around your door frames. Keep the, keep the ants out. Yeah, we had margarine in my house when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, not food. Hank Perry says uh, 7-Eleven has a lowercase N on the end as well. It's a marketing thing. I always thought that was just a seven, a dash, and two ones. Mm. My bad. Dr. Pepper doesn't have a, a period after the no doctor. Mm-mm. DR Pepper. Mm-hmm. It's Dirt Pepper. <laughs> That's where Derp came from. Derp Epper. Uh, if you put Cullen and Welker in booths next to one another, does it get all one shell stand? No, but they do start quoting lines from Operation Mind Menace. Dude, here's here's a little behind the curtain. <laughs> when we had them together, because they do a lot of stuff together, they have the same agent now, so they get booked for a lot of things together. I had a photo shoot set up, a video shoot for an hour. They were going to be playing Hasbro board games against each other and yelling their lines at each other, right? <laughs> Optimus was going to look up, or uh, Cullen was going to look up all Ashen, and the camera was going to zoom in, and in Optimus's voice, he was going to go, you sank my battleship. It was going to be great, and somebody, I think they said that we didn't have the legal right to use their phrases, Right? And I'm like, we're not running an animation that, that we may not have the trademark for anymore or something. Like, you can't tell me they can't say something, right? Right. But, yeah, they they legal chickened it out, and it all got canceled. And both Frank and, and Peter had signed off on it. And they, and they were like, oh, man, that was going to be cool. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, they, they <laughs> seem to be willing to play ball oh, yeah. on just about anything that gets thrown at them. I got to drive them from Hasbro to Hasbro Children's Hospital and just listen to them play verbal tennis in the back seat, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, well, our uh, Cullen does a fantastic John Wayne impression. Well, yeah, that's that was. Uh, I that mean, was Optimus Prime's from, halfway there. So. Yeah, but I mean, it, I can't can't tell you how surreal it is to drive Optimus Prime and hear him do John Wayne like weird <laughs> i get it yeah did you have a jay thomas moment like he did with the lone ranger no no <laughs> nothing that cool. no no nothing that cool they were great i got actually true story i got there pulled up to the wrong entrance because they had given us bad information and i was not in a spot but i had pulled off to the side in case they had to go and then they called and like no you got to be by the side entrance so i'm like okay i put it in reverse bam hit a car that had pulled in right behind me. But I was not in a spot, and they were not in a spot. And I had two guys that needed to get to the side entrance, and I'm like, you know what? Because they weren't in the car. They had parked. And I'm like, we're good. And off we went. (laughs) Hit and run with Optimus Prime and Megatron. (laughs) I didn't hit it hard. I bumped the bumper. But (laughs) I could have gone back. But you know what? No. Uh... Not a spot. I'm sure the statute of limitations is out on that too. That was so. <laughs> I tell you, man, 
when you're driving a company vehicle and you bump another car with two celebrities in your car, like I ain't got time for this, man. We uh, got there are sick kids in there. Let's go. If 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 nothing, the driver of that other car, Tim Roberts, probably. <laughs> if nothing, parties like a rental. Yeah, that's it. You're just gonna burn it down with the company car. And and uh, bump. We all know that we hit something. And I look back, and then Welker goes in his Megatron voice, "Drive." <laughs> Roll out. Yes, sir, Lord <laughs> Megatron. Boom. Oh. oh. Mark always returns to the scene of the prime. Yeah, I did not. Oh. I did not. I'm gone. I'm we, in the wind. We did promise dad jokes in the in the in the previews, so. It would have been better. I wish it had happened. It would have been better if Cullen would have gone, roll out. <laughs> but that didn't happen. And of course, on November 13th. Rollout Roll Call taking place in Fording Bridge over in the UK. If you are one of our many international fans, do your best. Get yourself to the south southern part of the island uh, and check out Rollout Roll Call. It's a fine show put on by our good pal, Dave Tree, of all the cool stuff. Sponsor of the Swear Jar, mm-hmm. uh, which and you can help You can help by uh, donating to the coffee account. Links down below. Our favorite tree. The Larch? No, that's why. That's why he's so splendiferous. Is it rains all the time over there, so he's well hydrated. He's very green. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some might think that that's from the lack of bathing, but no, no, it's just all the rain. And uh, that's it for the calendar. Yay! All right. Remember, if you've got a a show that uh, you want to plug, well, stay tuned. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show, what's on your mind, wants to know, tell Mike, Mark, and Joe, Unity Calendar. There it was. There's the email. What's on Joe mind? Yep. At gmail.com. The sooner we know, the better. Mm-hmm. And if you no. get me something like six months early, I'm probably not going to plug it the whole time. <laughs> right. There are goalposts there, right? Not right. six yeah. months early, not... Right. We, we got a, the we have a, long, a long run of, of rollout roll call, but that's because Dave, you know, sponsors the show to yeah. a lesser degree than... You know, Dave's he's not, paying. <laughs> not, yeah. not every every episode sponsor like Kokomo Toys, but, you know, Dave Dave has contributed to... Uh, to the prize vault at times. So he is, he's kind of a, he's a secondary sponsor. He, he yeah. gets the plug. And once and that course, show's over the very next Friday, we're going to be pubbing next year's rollout roll call. If look, if we get invited to that one, maybe oh, be good. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, there, that sheds some light on things. That's Malcolm's eating. That's Chad. Mm-hmm. Dad jokes are his exclusive domain. Not exclusive, sir. Mm. I, I believe that there is a honcho on this very show that has uh, at least a three-year yeah. establishment of, of that as his domain. But there's plenty of lukewarm humor to go around, so we can share. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give us a second. We'll come up with something lame. Give us, mm-hmm. Give us a second. I mean, have you been here for the first 38 minutes? Right. Right. <laughs> But uh, fight me, I named the Meowler. Mm. Man, hanging his hat. Look at the new guy. That's it. We're changing the name to the Meowbat. 
I was about to say that's what it sounds like. bad. But... What it sounds like to me. But uh, you heard it here, folks. What's on Joe Mind can be bought. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Phil. Been doing this show for 11 and a half years, and you're just figuring that out now? Just yeah. just because nobody's buying doesn't mean we're not selling. Come on. Still, still on <laughs> sale, man. Still on sale. We are the potted meat product. Of right. We are the podcast. We are the... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, uh, that 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 white can of beer at the end of the aisle that just says brew <laughs> legally it can't say beer but uh, hey we're out there we're too dumb to know when to quit but uh, what do you say it's time for the news I do enjoy that. Yeah, that's as much an audio spear as anything else we do, but no one complains about it. Well, it, I the the sound on that is is low. It, mm -hmm. I, it has deliberately been lowered, so it's not a it's not a spike like uh like community calendar theme song is. And I refuse to fix community calendar theme song or the lightsaber at uh yeah Coco and Toys. Correct. Correct. I'll, I'll get you. I I will not uh, I will not change those. The um. Like the way to get me to fix stuff is not to complain about it. It's that's <laughs> the way to get me to fix stuff is to ignore it, and I'll eventually figure it out on my own. But if you complain about stuff, that's when that's when you just get it. That's when he digs his heels in. It's when yep. he gets tossed in your face. That's that's why there's three seasons of a fantasy football podcast, folks. <laughs> I don't even play fantasy football. <laughs> fantasy football is great. It's the only place you can tackle anybody. Right. I hate fantasy football. I can't stand mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Hate it. It makes boring games interesting. No, it doesn't. No. If I want to watch boring football, I know what I'm doing every Thursday night for the next hundred years. Right. I like. I. I don't. Uh, I, like. We're Giants fans, right? And I refuse to have a fantasy team where I'm forced to take members of Dallas, Philadelphia, or Washington on my squad. I refuse. I, I will yeah. not do it. I cannot root for those players under any circumstances. Screw them and screw fantasy football. There you go. Not to mention, hate the Ravens. I'm not putting any of them on my team. The Rams? Oh, no. No. I don't think so. What's the Ram uh, thing? The uh, owner? They're owned by Stan Kroenke. Yeah, okay. Speaking right. of bad toupees. Right. <laughs> oh. Bill McMullen firing fastballs in Australia. If you uh, want to watch boring football, you'd watch soccer. Yeah, that's why I don't watch soccer. Yeah, <laughs> he's got watch. a he's got a good point. Except almost all the world completely disagrees with him. But other than that, you want to watch boring football? You just watch on Thursday night. That's it. We're all about player safety in the NFL. Enjoy your four days between games. <laughs> uh, I live near Detroit. Boring football is every single year. No, they're making they're finding exciting and dynamic ways to lose this year. They had Barry Sanders. They should have enjoyed that more. And not hired Matt Millen. But hey. I mean, yeah, but that that was how many years ago at this point, Mark? Yeah, that's a good point. Over a quarter century ago was the last time. Well, just about a quarter century ago was the last time Barry Sanders laced him up. So, But when Barry hung him up in his prime, everybody thought, what are you doing? And in the end, he's still walking around, still looks yeah. pretty good. 
he never <laughs> got old on on but before our eyes right most people believe he could step onto the field right now if he wanted to so on some level because they forget that he's almost 60 years old i once requested him for an interview in radio uh-huh. and the guy got back to me and said he was laughing you want to talk to barry i'm like sure and he's like i don't talk to barry <laughs> not not that he was a diva right just that he was almost non-communicative yeah he's he is not a not a talker nope he was just not or, now like it, the, the converse side of that is emmett smith a guy who took a pounding and hung around forever and still gets around all right yeah i mean it's 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 kind of emmett's emmett's a freak man he filmed an episode of the Emmett Zone at McFarland Toys one week in Arizona when he oh, was yeah. finishing out the string. Right. He had yeah. one good year as a Cardinal. Too bad he was a Cardinal for three years. Yeah, exactly. Like Edron James had a good year too. Right. Uh, a, a good year. Yeah. A. He, he, he kind of got used up on the turf at Indianapolis. Anyways, news. First news item. Do, 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 do. Do hey, still on Kickstarter. Action Force declassified. This is funded, uh, but it is continuing to fund until October 31st. Get yourself over, check it out. It's pretty affordable. Um, there's a book, the, there's the option to get a, a, a DVD or another additional magazine with supp- supplemental material. Uh, all the details are on the site. Just uh, head over to Kickstarter, type in Action Force Declassified, and uh, check out this project. Maybe it's for you. If you like nippleless Cyclops, come on down. That's, this is totally your project at that absolutely. point. This is, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can't remember ever seeing such depth given to the nippleless Cyclops. I like that the guy in the back actually has like trunks, and the guy in the front just has two belts, apparently. <laughs> And, and he's doing the best he can, man. It's a lot to juggle there, man. <laughs> yep. Cyclops. Don't run fast. <laughs> Mongor can't run fast. Mongor has to keep to a modest shuffle. <laughs> what are those guys from? I don't know. I, I, I Clearly, I need to invest in Action Force. To That's a good point. Find we'll out. find out inside the pages of Action Force. Right. I keep reading that as a Greek force, and that explains why the Cyclops are there. Well, it was Yeah, there. but it doesn't explain why Joe isn't here. <laughs> no, Joe, Joe's in Connecticut at a wedding. Yeah, I guess that's where the Greek force is this week. Right. That's where uh, she she dragged the wrist lock off to parts unknown for, for a wedding. I, I didn't get an answer from her whether she was going as Wonder Woman or Hela. But either way, the bride's going to be pissed. Mongor just pawn in oh, game of life. That's it. Mongor like candy. Well done. Well done, Andrew. Well done. Well done. Uh, Phil Donnelly adds, people who are fans of the Sunbow cartoon really shouldn't criticize illustrations, nippleless torsos. We'll criticize what we want, Phil. You ain't the boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now let's criticize Phil. No, right? If 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 Phil <laughs> if Phil was guest hosting this week, he'd have been muted right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'd have distracted him by asking, "What's the quickest way from Rancho Cucamonga to <laughs> to Lodi?" 
<laughs> Lodi, that's a good. Yeah, we did Lodi. How, how do we get out of town to, to get to Lodi? How do you get from Riverside to Pasadena without using the overpass? What if I fly into LAX by my flight outside of Burbank? Right. How do I make that happen in an hour and a half? Is that is isn't is Burbank the John Wayne Airport? No, that's uh, that's Anaheim. That's right? Anaheim County. Yeah. I flew out of there once. Matter of fact, I flew out of there on a Disneyland trip on a stealth flight to Hasbro nice. to interview at Hasbro while I was still working for McFarland Toys. That's a stealth flight, no less. Yeah, they didn't. Well, I flew out of Anaheim, right? Like yeah. nobody's stalking that out. The paparazzi were all at LAX. Fooled you. <laughs> was that uh, was that a, a, a no no at McFarland? Were they were you not allowed to? I think I I wasn't unhappy at McFarland Toys, so and I wasn't positive I would land the Hasbro gig, so I wanted to keep it very much on the down low in case it didn't happen. There we go. But in in well, long story long, uh, I got the Hasbro offer. I accepted the Hasbro offer, and then when I went in to tell Todd, it was just, "Hey, I've got a great opportunity to." to uh, hop to Hasbro and work on Transformers. and But I really appreciate everything uh, that you've done for me here. And I wouldn't have this opportunity if you hadn't given me a chance. And he said, Webb, you've done good work for me. I appreciate it. And good luck in Rhode Island. You'll be missed. And that was it. Super cool. But, uh, Phil Donnelly, it reminds us that John Wayne is actually Santa Ana. And I'll remind him, I worked in the travel business for eight years, and that airport has about nine different actual names. John Wayne never played Santa Ana. No, no, but he was murdered by him in, you know, he was while he was playing Davy Crockett in the Alamo. He was Genghis Khan. That's far more, yeah. far more socially acceptable. Genghis who is Khan. who is now Serpentor? So, oh, spoiler. Yeah. Even right. Dad won't watch The Conqueror. No. <laughs> Yeah, and our dad will watch any any John Wayne movie. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, ju Justin Mohan. What's Todd McFarlane like in real life? Um, he is aloof is the wrong word, but stuff uh, like time and the need to eat food escape him occasionally because he's he's real thin. He's in great he's in great shape. Um. But he would call meetings, sudden meetings at like 11 a.m. And you're like, oh, God, we're hosed. And they'd go long. And you'd get out at like 4.15 and you weren't hungry or hangry. You were just pissed. So that happened <laughs> once in a while. But that's that's a nitpick. By and large, really, really, really good dude. Uh, <laughs> one of the cool bits, he would walk in because uh, at his house, I'm told, uh, the foyer is stone or marble or something and then there's carpet beyond and so you take your shoes off when you come into todd's house so at mcfarland toys the entryway is stone and then there's carpeting and so he would come in and take his shoes off always at the office he was always in socks or barefoot walking around one time he was late for a flight for a pitch in la i wasn't there for this and he actually got to the airport barefoot they had to buy him socks and shoes in LA, but before they got to the, uh, I'd say that that's just planning ahead with the airport. That's it. But make, he make, was make that off anyway. He was cool. He was he was a good dude, and you know the 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 bit with McFarland Toys was that the belief is was and I believe is that it's his creative vision that really drives everything. 
So it, it was a great place to start a career, but a lot of people, once they showed some aptitude for it, moved on. Uh, and that was nothing was worse than when they landed the Halo license. Because after about a year of making toys, the people up at Bungie slash Microsoft were like, hey, you're, pretty, you're doing a good job for us. Are you happy down there in Arizona? And they'd go, yeah, pretty much. And they'd say, well, you want to triple your salary? Boom, they lost like six. <laughs> like within half a year, gone up north. So, I mean, but, I, I'd, I'd take triple the salary. Even to live in Seattle, you bet. Right? Yeah. But... I mean, it might take triple the salary just to make a, a, a sideways move on cost of living Yeah, from Indianapolis, but still. the I, I, sh I, I hope I'm not coming off as negative. Good dude, great with the fans, and would sign things forever. And I was the guy cutting off the line and trying to get him to the next thing on time. And he would keep signing as we walked him. He is fantastic in person. So... Great, uh, really good dude and super helpful in my career. So nothing but respect for Todd McFarr. Next news item. Doo -doo. Boo. Hey, G.I. Joe themed Risk is coming from Renegade Game Studios. Uh, Renegade's actually got a, a, an expanded license with Hasbro now. They're going to be taking on other new projects. I'll read to you straight off of the press conference. Uh, Renegade Game Studios is excited to announce they are in negotiations to expand their licensing relationship with Hasbro, a global branded entertainment company to include best-selling games, Axis and Allies, Diplomacy, Squad Leader, and Robo Rally. Starting in 2023, Renegade is working with Hasbro on plans to produce all versions of these brands for the hobby, mass, and specialty markets. Plans include a brand new site for Axis and Allies, along with a world championship and fan involvement in selecting new themes to add to the line. Fans will also see new printings of staples to the, for the line, as well as the return of some long out-of-print editions. Fans of Robo Rally and Diplomacy can look forward to new reprints of these classics hitting store shelves soon. Now, um, they are also, um, I believe, uh, as far as risk goes, they're making a G.I. Joe version and a Transformers version of the game. So that's cool, too. We've mm -hmm. seen G.I. Joe Monopoly a bunch of times. But uh, if you want to read the full press release for yourself, it's at renegadegamestudios.com. Um, congratulations to the folks over there. That's a big deal. Oh, everybody's got to take a shot. Happened so fast, you can't even talk about it. No. <laughs> but um, I thought Risk was a Hasbro product. Yes, Risk is a Hasbro product. They are farming it out to Renegade Game Studios. Mm -hmm. We would, uh, in high school and college, we would play Axis and Allies every couple of years. It needed a couple of years for us to remember that it was always no fun by the end. This is like a five-hour game. And I, <laughs> I remember I was usually Germany because Weber uh, and my buddy Brent of Eternal Baseball fame was Japan. So we were always the Axis. And we always would end up chasing Seth's last remaining troop on a carrier all around the world. He was just like hiding out in Madagascar and we had this gigantic armada after him. Would have made a good show actually. But eventually eventually World War II in on our Axis and Allies game always ended in like Iceland or <laughs> Madagascar or 
Guam somewhere. With lots of sadness. Yeah, it was a pretty definitive uh, finale. but right? With evil winning. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And our buddy Chris was always Russia, and he always fell asleep before anybody else. We're always waking Chris up. Chris, wake up. I always got stuck at Russia. One time I got really pissed off and beat Germany before the Americans got involved. (laughs) Anytime I played that game, I always volunteered to be Russia, so I would lose early. Because I I can't sit through that game. I I, I built a navy, for God's sake, with the Russians. Uh, Diana Davis asks, what about G.I. Joe-themed mystery date? If you get Snake Eyes, it's still sort of a mystery. Uh, you know what? I think they have a, a suggestions box at uh, at Renegade Game Studio. So, by all means, throw that one at them. I bet our friend Ryan Costello would be thrilled to be part of the development team for G.I. Joe-themed mystery date. Can't wait. I'd be all about it. That would That would be awesome just to have for just conversational piece right <laughs> be fantastic would anyone like to play gi joe mystery day <laughs> gi joe guess who <laughs> gi joe guess who the first question is always are you in the military anyways are you snake eyes gi <laughs> joe guess who Nice. Next news item. Hey, speaking of games, if you're still playing World of Tanks, there's finally some new G.I. Joe content for you. Uh, This week begins uh, a run with CoverGirl and the Wolverine, Baroness and the Crimson Attack Tank, both being added to the game. Special events through the 24th. Uh, You have more information at worldoftanks.com. Uh, I present each of you 60 seconds to complain about the cannon on the Wolverine. And uh, Mark, go. No, no, no. I just want to, do we have any former hosts who would like to call in and complain about CoverGirl's involvement in this whole project? (laughs) I'm sure we do. Uh, But then we'd have to explain what World of Tanks is. Right. You know what? So, yeah, no. I'm not going to kill on it because if if you actually just, took the tur- the cannon out they did a pretty good job yeah. representing the wolverine there so yeah. look for the way that game is played you have to have a cannon on the wolverine okay, okay. if the it- if the wolverine had come like that originally ain't nobody would have complained no it's not bad i'm not gonna yeah. kill it i do think I, maybe I mean, uh, like Chunk- the should have a secondary armament yeah because after you fire all 12 you're pretty much ramming speed right so <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it doesn't even have like a cow catcher on the front or nothing. So you're, you're uh, just there to carry the wounded back, right? That Wolverine. I'll. I bet like the battle bunker, it would carry a lot of corpses. <laughs> Aside from the obvious color issue, it's possible that Chonky Cat drives a crimson attack tank, right? It's possible. Uh-huh. Although, I mean, Chonky Cat does fight for the forces of good. Well, we would hope so. I mean, clearly. Uh, I, I think that's wave three. I think Chonky Cat is still a little, a little new to the game. But uh, you know, next time they get Chonky Cat in there against the Cobra Rage or something, then yeah, it'll work. You know, would have made would have put this through the roof is if they'd had a tow cable broken on one end on the side of the Wolverine tank. That would have been awesome. 
Just sticking out flayed like a cat whisker. Yeah. Now and staking his flag in the ground here. Wolverine has lab incoming. Am I right? No. But but you got the size correct. That's about size limit, I think, unless they go nuts for a Mobat. But no, it's got to be a vamp. Got to be a vamp. I would think. Yeah, got to be a vamp. Right. <laughs> Anyways. What do we know, though? We're just the guys who said it'll be a vamp or a hiss first. Right. We, we don't know nothing. We got nothing. We're just the guys who wrecked an entire week's uh, entire year's release schedule anyways sorry about that remember that name is what's on joe mind we'll try not to do it again <laughs> we've no been problem. trying to do it again they're just more careful but they are a lot more careful about that you, you guys, folks you have no idea we have tried to do the, we have tried to do our follow-up hit and it is just so many steps and there have been times where we've known what was coming, but we couldn't say it without revealing our sources, and we don't want to do that either. Right. So, yeah, yeah. There have been some times. But if we get if we get it and it's uh, safe, you'll hear it here first. Right. And you'll hear it from other people about 20 minutes later. Right. Sometimes cited, usually not. Usually not. Usually not. But thanks to the folks who did. There were plenty of them did. Most, yeah, most, yeah. most of the folks who are friendly with us did. Even a few it's a, it's a community, really. Right. For most of us. So Pendragon Designs taking that to the bank. Yeah, do it. Again, no knowledge, no, no, no inside no. baseball yeah, no. on that. No. It just <laughs> makes absolutely too much sense. Right. Right. Can't wait to see Clutch in that two-tone shirt. It's going to be great. Watch it come with chuckles or something just to throw us off. Watch chuckles. Here it comes with Budo. <laughs> Out for a oh. joyride. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Ooh. I would be out on Budo on principle. He's got the it samurai with, vamp. It, it comes it, with Boy Scout Billy out for a joyride. It's got a. It's oh, got well, a, then I'm back in. It's got a stinger rack, but on each of the missile things is a sword. You got to watch out for Billy. That guy's got a lead foot. No, that's that's more of a steel foot. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a titanium alloy foot. Billy is just a sh cosplay. That's right. See what I did there? Yeah. Next news item. Do 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 do. Hey, showing up on SureThingToys.com this week. Pre-orders for Super Seven's Reaction Wave Five. Uh, no images available, but these were the listings that they had. Uh, Tomax, Zaymot, Snake Eyes, no details on that Snake Eyes, sorry. Mutton Junkyard, Duke version 2. Uh, again, not quite sure what that means. Um, Raven, Red Laser, the G.I. Joe MPs, and Camouflage Cobra Troopers. Again, that uh, site, surethingtoys.com. Uh, I was not expecting that to ping the old Google search. <clears throat> Got to say that one. Don't have a long history of breaking sports news from SureThingToys.com. No. No, good no, for them. No idea what SureThingToys did. No idea they existed. Yeah, they probably More just than, did. They just did something really wrong. I think, but we, likely, we appreciate it. They just screwed up. Mutton Junkyard will be cool. I'm yeah. surprised we haven't gotten that yet. 
from uh yeah but you knew they were coming after the the mutt with the i'm a computer yeah the i'm a yeah, computer. That's true. funny mutt yeah you, you knew that was coming red laser's kind of a neat nod another way to push through that cobra commander mold one more time but uh i got one of those i got one of those for real i don't need no super seven red laser Phil Donnelly asks, when does Super 7 do the generic Deke Joe Troopers? Orange camo and purple helmets. They were terrible. And, and frankly, they're running out of Joe Troop Builders, so I would think sometime soon. Um, sometime soon. Uh, Tony Rentery asks, where is Wild Bill? Uh, good question. Good question. Bill's one of the only... Ooh, I sound weird. There we go. Bill is one of the only vehicle drivers that I think still makes perfect sense as a standalone figure. And I'm all about vehicle drivers, but he was right. such a big deal in the cartoon. Right. That, I mean, probably cartoon wise, the most iconic vehicle driver, right? I mean, you'd think as far as existing without his vehicle, probably. He was the one with the most personality. I mean, Ace was around just as often, but yeah, looking like the Michelin Man, right? And, and I liked Ace, but but never, never without the jet, right? Yeah, that's a good point. And and Destro can fly the jet with no training, so how special is Ace? Right. In his defense, Destro was was flying other jets, so you know. Yeah, but when they're like, "Come on, guys, we're moving out!" Like everybody was jumping in, right? You look over. Well, that's the cartoon, you know. Spirits flying one of them, right? Except he's in the back seat, and Freedom's <laughs> totally got the stick because <laughs> he's like, "I got this. I do this all day." Junkyard could fly a jet on the cartoon. For got that, that right? Black Star Ninja asks, "When did the GI Joe Super Seven Ultimates release?" They're supposed to be out months ago. Couldn't tell you, man. I think we got through New York Comic Con. They still didn't put a release date on them. I mean, we can make that a Mad Lib, pretty much, right? When do the blank release? <laughs> they were supposed to be out months ago. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, good good question. Good question. Phil Donnelly, again, trying to irritate us. Zartan and Serpentor are technically vehicle drivers. Foo on you, Phil Donnelly. Foo. deluxe figures anyway and they were huge sellers like that that entire skew that what were they 6.99 5.99 something it's something in that 5.99 i think they've wound up being 7.99 before it was all said and done i'm not sure zanzibar set the world on fire but they were they were trying to play that hit over and over again right right but uh, yeah it was uh it was zartan and then they gave it off a year off in '85, but they came back with Serpentor, and then oh, the the um, that place was probably taken by the uh, the Crimson Twin two. Yeah, yeah, probably mm -hmm. could be. Those were your special Cobra operatives for that. Probably fight in code names has a has a, a good point here, although I think we'll put out Lady Snake Eyes pre order first Hasbro or Super Seven. Uh, my money would be on Hasbro getting to Don Moreno first, just because Super 7's really hitting that retro button hard. They don't have the rights to her, do they? Isn't it strictly Sun? Well, that's weird, because I say strictly Sunbow, but they made Quinn. 
right? Yeah. And they're making so, red laser. And they're making red laser. It's true. So they they probably have their their pick of whatever, but again, they're really hitting that retro button hard. So I I would I would just think Don Moreno would be kind of outside what their what their uh, aesthetic is is going to go. They for. they should absolutely hit Doctor Venom because who cares if he doesn't have much articulation, right? You're not going to have Doctor Venom do much but stand right. around. And there's only ever been that one club one, right? That was super rare. Well, not rare, but expensive and hard to get, right? Mm-hmm. Toxic Venom for the win, just saying. Next news item. Do, do, do. Oh, there it was. Flip Way that. But, uh, yes, earlier today, Asbro Pulse announced the this year's 1027 event. Um, just like Christmas, you knew it was coming. But uh, that fan stream will happen on October 27th at 5 p.m. Eastern, as you can see there in the sign. Uh, the tweet from earlier today, uh, Hasbro Pulse Premium members, you're invited to the 1027 Hasbro Pulse Premium fan stream happening October 27th at 5 p.m. Eastern. This event is for you, featuring new product reveals, giveaways, and access to pre-orders. Not a premium member yet? Sign up today at HasbroPulse.com. So, yeah. That was, I mean, there there was some stuff there last year. Granted, was it was a- right, after, uh, right after a G.I. Joe fan st- exclusive fan stream, so... Mm-hmm. They well, pile- it was right after PulseCon last year. Yeah. PulseCon was late. But- yeah. Yeah. So they piled the Cobra Officer right on, on, on 1027. Yeah. So, uh, but we'll we'll get something. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, probably get some uh, looks at some more of those uh, renders that we've just gotten names for to this point. Maybe we'll see some of the models for some of the that have just been renders to this point. I figure we'll all, everybody will move a step up in the line. Mark, your thoughts? You look like you're itching to say something here. No, 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 no comment. All right. Honestly, I was thinking about something completely different. <laughs> I was in the Bahamas for a second. Diana Davis asked, what was the first character created by Larry for the comic that was made into a toy? That would have to be the Baroness, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to go, yeah, no, Baroness would have to be in. Oh, yeah, Phil Donnelly's got, he's Mr. Know-it-all. Yeah, yeah, but you had already said it. He's copying. Maybe, I don't know. He probably had that. More than likely, it's Phil. He really does know all this stuff. He just took a handful of popcorn out of his ad at and threw it at the screen. Like there, when when I, I mean, we're picking on Phil tonight, but when I, I have questions that I don't know the answer to, I ask the guys at Articulate Points. I ask Phil, I ask Patrick. They know everything. Yep. You should watch Articulated Points because they know everything. Yeah, if they if if you're brand new to the show and like, why are they ripping on Phil? We're ripping on Phil because he's aces, man. <laughs> uh, Josiah Alcorn asked, does 1027 have some significance only comic fans know about? No, it has nothing to do with comic books. Mm-mm. That's the address on it's the, the address. Building. That's where lots of people used to work. <laughs> they still got like Two dozen, right? He got lots of Tim's. <laughs> oh, what's important here is that you're not bitter. What's to be bitter about? Right. They're the ones losing money. Right. Right. Just saying. So, uh, no, no, they're laying people like, off because they're not making enough money. Yeah. Just think if you were still working there, nobody would know about Tim Roberts. That's true. No, I'd be, a, I'd be safer. 
nobody would know about your blood feud with Tim Roberts. I don't know. I'm cool. <laughs> I got no problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that's the news. I'm not poking that bear. Do, 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 do. Oh, no, of course, we got Chonky Tank Kitty. He's he's always there at the end of the news. He's also here to remind us that uh, our good friends at Kokomo Toys want you to visit them in northern Indiana or online. And here they are to tell you more. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. That's right. There we go. Uh, Diana Davis opines that maybe Hasbro has a, a kick-ass woman in a leather outfit limit for comic-inspired toys. That's That would be a shame if they did. I right, why would you do that? Yeah, I, I think that's something that there should be no limits on. Oh, uh, and by the way, I don't know if you guys saw this from our friends who broke the Super 7 news, to, uh, but there's also a new Crocmaster variant coming out. Really? You didn't know that? No. Oh, come on. There's really only one iconic Crocmaster, but for the completists, this is the kind of guy I think you're going to need in your collection. I'm sharing my screen. It's Crocmaster! No? Uh, uh I mean, uh, classified Scarlet was wearing Tevas. But uh, Andrew Galgan making us aware uh, in today's Hasbro job listing, Global Supply Chain Planning Co-op, Providence, Rhode Island. I, they, yeah, they kind of need one of those, don't they? <laughs> yeah. That seems, as a thousand G.I. Joe fans this week, nod slowly. Look, I, I don't know anything about the current, everybody who got it, the delay email on Tiger Force Outpack for the third time, right? I don't know anything about the current issues, and I never faced anything like that because nobody had ever faced anything like you know the pandemic and the fallout from it before. But other toy pegs don't seem that empty, yeah. It, it's starting to get a little isolated, like even if you compare it to other Hasbro stuff, right? Like Transformers pegs aren't that bare. And I'm not talking about there was a run, there was a bir- lot of birthdays this week in Barrington or something. I'm just talking about overall. I don't know. I was in on. Target today and actually saw full Hasbro pigs. Okay. I myself actually, also was, saw actual GI Joe classified on the shelf. I myself was not in Target today. Yeah. Was it was it Gung Ho? Uh, no, it was Spirit and a Cobra Officer. Well, there you go. Okay. You left the Cobra officer there? I got three of them. That's enough. We call that progress. Mm. Mm. Are you short an officer, Mike? I don't know. I actually, I, I, got, I would have to go count. I have no idea. No, I think I got two. That's fine. I don't need, it's, I don't need to army army build the wazoo out of classified those figures are huge i always i got i do three although i went nuts on the bats because they were up for like 15.99 for yeah, a they, while, so there, have been a, there have been a couple of moments where the bat hit ridiculously low price prices yeah i, I went a little bat 
I got to keep some space open for all the beachheads. That's true. I'd go a little bat-tastic. Yeah. As, as the live crowd likes to tell me, um, I am cornering the market. I am mm -hmm. single-handedly driving up the prices on a figure that was at least a million of were made back in the day. I mean, you're not you're not driving it up per se, right? Because you have an unspoken limit, right? This is it. Right. This is where right. I go. Right. So, I I have a, a line that I do not cross monetarily. So, so you you are, however, driving up the prices of ones that still have their crotch. Well, those are the rare ones. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the variant, Rob. I, I don't I don't cross the line for them either. So it, it no, clearly I'm not. Clearly I'm not. Anyways, uh, if the folks in the live chat, we do have time for a couple of questions today. So uh, start getting those together. Um, Andrew Galgan says, my local target continues to have Snake Eyes, Baroness, Scarlet, and Akiko. I mean, hey, Akiko lived. So that's... Yeah. that's no, it, was the, it was the first time I'd gone into a target and saw something besides the, the movie figures. No right. Storm Shadow, though, huh? Everybody's after that pearlescent ivory storm shadow with no deco that's <laughs> that's bonin storm shadow yeah. best part of the movie and worst figure by far oh yeah oh yeah really the the movie stuff isn't that bad the toys aren't that bad no, and i'm no, not no. i'm not saying anything bad about akiko ever again because no. we tethered she's a survivor akiko for four months and then she survived. Well, everybody survived the whole damn thing, but she did. And she had sacrificial lamb written all over her. Yes. And then the figure made a nice rebound in that blue Ninja two pack. Yeah. So got nothing but love for Akiko. Yeah. Just getting it done. Uh, David Allen says I'm with Mark. I have a three figure collection limit on every classified figure. Yeah. All right. Fine. Like my yeah. line was always, is collecting is cool because there's no right or wrong way to collect. Whatever your own rules are for your collection is great, but it's cool to see that David's getting it right. <laughs> but just true builders, right? I don't, I don't need three of spirit. I don't need three of breaker. Yeah. But I, what if I want the spirit squad? Oh, you need five. But after, <laughs> after a year, you only need one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can beat him up for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I saw on him once in a while, but for the most part, yeah. One of my favorite posts ever came from a wrestling board, and I don't even read those. It was just a top comment, and it was Ziggler was going to miss a SmackDown like a decade ago because there was a legit car accident on the right. way in, and he tweaked his back or something. And the first comment was, I bet Ziggler sold the hell out of that car accident. <laughs> He can't you just, right can't you just see? Bam! And he comes out of the back door. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, Matt Rubin's got a good bit here about Breaker. Because I accidentally have two Breakers. Because I didn't have one. And people were on the lookout for me. And, and two of my homeboys hooked me up. And now I have double Breakers. But that's good because I don't know if you've seen the rock and roll that's coming. But weren't we one of those hookups? I believe so. But I had another one. So now I got double breaker. Breaker breaker, good buddy. Which is also a bad movie with Chuck Norris. But anyway. Don't you worry though, Mike. I'll send you something one of these days. 
One of these days. One of these days. And one Rob, days. if I can find that Batman comic you don't have. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Is it the first one? Probably. <laughs> Is it the first one? I don't believe you have every Batman comic. I do not. No, no. It goes back before, say, 1970. No, you're going way too far back, Mike. No, no, you are. Yeah. I got one so old, it's when they called him the Lone Ranger. Oh! (laughs) They called him Zorro. They called him Zorro. Same backstory. Except the Lone Ranger was not watching Zorro at the movie house. No. He did go down Crime Alley, though, and paid the price. They were watching drunks get thrown out of the local bar. The local who, takes, who takes their kid down Crime Alley? Bad it wasn't parents. Crime Alley then. Yeah. Bad the Wayne, the Wayne it, murders. Hey, it wasn't Disneyland either, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. You know who does? Pilar and her gang and Brother Tito. That's who does. <laughs> Good, point. Right. Good point. Every alley's Crime Alley where they are. Yeah. But um so Mark, did you have did, did your kids have fall break this week from school too? Nope. No? Nope. What's up with that? Half day today, teacher work day or something, but and it rained like hell today. And I got a text from the athletic director saying, Hey, kick them at middle school says so they can play today. And I'm like, play what? Water polo? Right. Come on. <laughs> right. Like the like these middle schoolers of mine just all brought their soccer stuff just in case there was a game today, right? Get out of here with that. Kick them at middle school. Give us some time. We'll get you. The heck is fall break. It's two days that let Rob be a shiftless layabout. Right. The whole apartment smells a little gamey. <laughs> yes. I I was uh, I was poaching quail in here today. Eating tacos and passing wind all week. That's fine. Mike was gutting fish at work all week. Yeah. <laughs> nobody and noticed. Microwaving it. Nobody noticed. <laughs> nobody knows because there's nobody there. They all work remotely except me. Legit today after lunch, I was the only person outside of the warehouse in in our building. I got and and I actually got a lot done. So there you go. Did did you do the uh, the uh, you know the the Tom Cruise? Sliding around the the right. floor in your underwear scene. I was I was considering, although once in a while somebody from like uh, maintenance would walk through, and it kept me honest. But I was considering doing like a as far as much as I can sprint, like a videotape sprint run through the whole office, just bouncing around with the camera. I thought that would have been awesome. But every time I started to think about it, one person would like walk through, and I'm like, I don't want. If I turn the corner and just run over somebody or get run over. Now I have to explain it, and I, I let it go. Benjamin Kitts is next week. E-learning day, Wednesday. Then off Thursday, Friday, and the following Monday. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Right. You kids, go do your e-learning at home. Get out of here. Go on. E-learning involves technology, so there are, the Indiana le- State Legislature fears it. Fear, they they uh, attack it with fire. <laughs> And yeah. then they come up, they come up from behind the couch and say, the weatherman is dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's what drove Dave Letterman out of, out of Indiana. That's, they killed the other weatherman. He wasn't waiting for them to get him. All fear the band of the hand. 
it came full circle. So uh, as as we don't seem to be getting a whole lot of questions. Oh, no, there's one. Uh, Mark, do you collect any Magna or anime toys or Shoguns? Magna? Whatever. Uh, no. Liquid hot manga. G.I. Joe like crazy. Uh, comic books and Transformers very lightly. That's pretty much it for me. His secret uh, Power Ranger room is just that. It's our secret. <laughs> Even as I, 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 I can't say I wouldn't have liked Power Rangers because I loved Battle of the Planets when I was super young, right? Uh, and it's not, you know, it's not the same, but it's there are similarities. I was just Power Rangers hit in like what eighty eight ish. I think later than that, I was in college. Maybe yeah, okay, okay. So yeah, so now I'm you know nineteen. Power Rangers never had a chance with me, but if I was younger, it might have hit me. I don't know, but it, given when it arrived, it never had a chance to resonate with me. I respect it for how long it's run and how often they get new programming. <laughs> That's nice. Might be nice. Um, but no, wasn't was never my jam. Not that, yeah. not He-Man. I was the right age for He-Man, but I was already vested in G.I. Joe and Transformers. And it just looked wonky. My, my college roommate, his favorite show that freshman year was Power Rangers. Okay. Right. And he would watch it. Like I, I had, uh, I did, I, I was in a wind ensemble and, and bands like that, that, that met in the afternoon. So he would watch power Rangers at four 30. And then when I got back from class, he and I would go to dinner usually, but every, like he, he, he was, he was visibly angry when season two came around and, um, and like the bully characters from season one weren't there anymore. Like he was, he was legitimately pissed <laughs> that they only. Right, they just they, they the bully his, guy. His grades tanked. Like <laughs> no, no, Eddie's uh, Eddie's name is in the hallway at Academic Hall because he got out with a four point oh. good for man, him. Man never cracked a book. He's just one of those people. Oh, okay. You, you love Eddie, but you hate Eddie. I don't get why. <laughs> like how I look at Power Rangers even then, and I was like, this is lame. It looks so fake and low, you know, low rent, and they're not putting any money into these rubber suits. But I'll watch an Ultraman movie, right? And it's just the same damn thing. It's just as bad, but it was 30 years for 20 years prior. But I'm not sure why there's that dichotomy. But Ultraman all day long fighting Princess Dragon Mom, go for it. But Rita Repulsa and and the Power Rangers just yeah, I I I didn't I don't hate them, but they are what they are. They're just they're silly. I just it it never it never had a chance with me. It was yeah, we're we're old. I think it was 20 when they launched. Like, nah. They're too old. Yeah. Uh, Mark Two Designs is asking, I think, asking me the same question. No. Mm. Manga, anime, no. Yeah. Too much. Too much. Much too much. I'm on limited space. I got to fill it with little beachheads. Not that there's anything wrong with speed lines and mouths open so large it looks like half the face, but no. <gasps> Philip Donnelly asks, what off-the-wall random characters would you like to see in the reaction line? Dr. Venom. Rack time, Rob. Why don't you go ahead and feel this one first? Dr. Venom's not random or off-the-wall. He's he's kind of a must-have for that line. But He's been, been made once in... However long, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't gone in with the, uh, the screwy cartoon versions of the October Guard. Okay. 
October Guard's hot, always is. Mark, what screwy off the wall characters do you think that they need? Dr. Ven. <laughs> you know, I'd like to see them make just because there's a, and no offense, because I saw it flash by in the comments. There is a slice of the fan base that for years had said, Honda Lou. Why don't they ever make Honda Lou? So, yeah, make Honda Lou and watch her sit now with peg sitting action. Right. So, yeah, just to scratch that itch that people pretend like they have. One one of my favorite characters, uh, you know, one shot civilian characters is is uh, Harvey from the one with the giant vegetables. The guy, the guy who's a uh, who's who's a uh, greenhouse. The the fuel gets stored in. He's one of my favorites, so I, I'd like to see him. That's not bad. Oh, so I, I, I I do admire by a reaction. Harvey and his, his fat self and his bad bowl cut, and yeah, he would be great. I, now, I'm a big Steeler honk. I legitimately want them to make Steeler, but if they launch him at San Diego to make Reefer Madness Steeler <laughs> running around just with, with hands like this and just the freaked out face from... Because I hadn't watched Worlds Without End in ages, and I fired it up earlier this year, and I'm like, wow, they're really over the top with a Steeler right there, right? It was like every every bad like real film they played in your health class in fourth grade that was 15 years old that was like a kid they pass him a blunt and he doesn't even put it in his mouth and then he's just like out with a knife on a unicycle right looking <laughs> looking for lambs to throw at tractors like yeah right just taking off in a full sprint screaming at grunt we've died and we've right. died to the devil and oh it, se God. it seemed like grunt was like front and center on the camera lot and you just see Steeler running in the background. <laughs> just run by. It looked like a Benny Hill, a Benny Hill episode was going on in the background with no women. <laughs> you could probably put that to Yakety Sax and it'd be pretty awesome. It would it would work. Falling down into the ravine. Yeah, it worked. Be all right. Uh Mike and panel, do you think we'll get a sequel to Snake Eyes or something else in the future for a film or TV series? I hope we don't get a sequel to Snake Eyes because, wow, America said no thanks to the first one. Uh, I, we... I made more money this week on my paycheck as a public school employee than that movie did. Right, right. And and so we don't need uh, we don't need them to, to say no again. We need G.I. Doe to be successful. Uh, I, I, I know I keep beating the drum on this, but G.I. Joe is too expansive to be a really good movie property. Like, there's just too much going on. And um, I don't think you can capture that in two hours of, of cinema. I think the the pure form of G.I. Joe is animation. I think that's where it needs to happen. And I'll say that till my dying days. Or at the, at the very least, episodic, right? Like, right. yeah. Right. The, the, the joy of G.I. Joe is that everybody's got a favorite. Everybody's got a, a different... Uh, different take on it and, and those takes are all legitimate right if you think gi joe's military drama then you're right if it's adventure you're right if it's science fiction you're right hell if it's comedy you've you've still got your toe in the water um because they they never did any of those things without a sense of humor so gi joe's whatever right and i think a movie is too focused on one of those things <laughs> Uh, whereas uh, 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 TV would be better and animation in television would be best.
So I, it'll be some, if, if, if I, obviously they're going to do another film, it will be something besides snake eyes, snake eyes. No bueno, no, no big, big time failure. So I'm happy we got to see him in the suit in the last eight seconds. Right, right, right. Can you imagine, I, I hate to say it, but the arrogance of that, right? That they're like, we'll put him in the suit, you know, as a teaser, and then everybody will be ready for the sequel. Oh, yeah! Yeah, never, never right for the sequel. <laughs> Benjamin Kitt says, I'd like to see the reaction characters from Transformers episode Only Human. Old Snake and the Human Autobots. That, that would be oddball enough. The club made those, though, right? Those are out there. And they weren't terribly popular, so they won't break your ball, I don't think. No, I, I got the Old Snake one, but I, I left the mm -hmm. I left the Human Transformers alone. Yeah, I didn't need those. Uh, Joel McMullen asks, in 2022, what celebrity would you use to endorse G.I. Joe? Racktime Rob, why don't you uh, answer Crocodile Joel McMullen? Hmm. Let's see. I think I I'd probably go John Cena. That that is really the hand going in the glove there, um, and then doing this in front of it. Anyway, uh, Mark Weber, Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> I mean, come on, you need an explanation? No, not at all, not at all. <laughs> Just yeah. You don't you don't need that action figure, Mark. This is already starting. This is disturbing me a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's so I don't care. Yeah. Or who's the girl who's the girl from you, uh, pal? shoot? Um The Quiet Place. Uh Emily Blunt. Yeah, like if they had done it ten years younger, perfect Scarlet. For a long, long time, but timing. Right? Yeah. Right. Um she can come too, by the way. Just saying. Everybody, everybody in the pool. That's it. But yeah, I, I, John Cena is perfect. Maybe they could get the Rock. Ooh. <laughs> Oops. Well, I, I mean, look that that was successful. It was successful enough to get a Snake Eyes movie out of it. Another, another, another great comment this week from a Black Adam trailer. Somebody goes, "Look at the Rock. He even learned how to fly for this movie." <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Matt Rubin, Honda Lou with peg sitting action. Don't make the joke, Matt. That's it. You thought that was an accident? Well, well done, Matt Rubin. Well done. Well sometimes, done. sometimes they rattle around for a while, like a bad game of pong, and then you're like, "Yeah, uh, stop, stop!" The eagle has landed. Stop. Stop. Anyways, looking through here. Oh, Nick Adams has shown up. I'm waiting for our next adventure of Superhead. Paul Rudd is too young to play Chuckles. Just saying. No, he looks too young to play Chuckles. He's yeah. actually too old to play Chuckles. Same difference. He's 74. I mean, he's smoking, smoking good looks for 74. What like, was that movie he made with Betty Davis? Dark Victory. Uh, I don't remember it because it was it was it wasn't a speaky. <laughs> it wasn't a talkie. Yeah. Betty uh, Davis would do silent movies. Jeff Butler says a covert ops Joe series featuring Lady J and Chuckles seems to be the way to go. 
I, sure, fans would be into it, but the collective uh, reaction from the world at large, I think, would be, who cares? And I mean, they rumored... Not, not that that's not a good idea, but how are you going to sell that to the public at large? Because that's that's who you need to, to sell that to. The J stuff was was rolling for a while now we haven't heard anything about it in a long time but i always thought last laugh would work if you didn't drape gi joe all over it right if they made a trailer for the story of last laugh the the forgotten gi now working undercover and they send him on a throwaway mission and he finds out he's actually got the tail of the dragon yeah that would work and you wouldn't even have to you wouldn't even have to put gi joe on it for a while but fans would know and then come episode three or something right where he, he actually calls in and they and they reveal that this is actually a gi joe story that you're already hooked on oh yeah and again 20 years ago guy pierce there's your chuckles fantastic now he's too old that's uh I I don't know I I just think Chuckles is a tough sell there too. I think you can make that that series happen, but I think you have to swap out Chuckles as your main character. I don't know that you would call him Chuckles, right? right. <laughs> but he's just he's just the embittered agent, right? And yeah, right. call call him whatever you want, or don't give him a code name. That's fine too. Right. He he, he Chuckles was the guy who kind of got thrust into that, but that really wasn't his gig, right? Yeah, yeah. He was the jaded federal contact that had all the 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 shady shady informants working for him right mm. so yeah anyways um off topic but walmart sells a three-pack little baby doll clown heads if any of you have kids that are terrified of clowns these are great to hide around the room for them to find at random times that would terrify me forget mm. kid <laughs> ah! killing them all with fire <laughs> But uh, uh, TJ Singh says, hi, y'all from India. Love these podcasts. I'm super excited to get scrap iron in hand. So are we, man. Welcome. Scrap iron might be the most outsized popularity villain, right? He never got much run in much of anything. But he was was just a good figure. And just cool and unique and nothing. And I remember, like, as a young kid, I like the ones that came with a lot of stuff. Right? right, like Snow Job came with a lot of stuff, and he came with the pistol, the the actual rocket launcher, both rockets, the two legs, the base, and the uh, remote control. Right, or the launcher, yeah. remote control has right. cord, but but uh, he he he's got a little. You always joke about your your guy interrogator being Cobra Fett. Scrap Iron had a little bit of that energy for the early line. A little bit. And I was like, if you got into the idea that Mars and, and Cobra were odd bedfellows, right? That he was kind of thing, yeah. That he was kind of the fence straddler a little bit, right? Right. Used to work for Mars, but now with Cobra, but who knows? Like Right. Yeah. It was funny that the, the most run I, I always on the Sun oh, cartoon was in Arise Serpentor Arise, where he's jumping back and forth with his loyalties. And that was when his figure wasn't on the shelf anymore. Right. So it, it just that always made me laugh. But you were saying, Rob, I'm sorry. I never understood how basically how Mars could continue to exist when you have Destro who's working for a known terrorist organization and like how like Interpol did not seize all of his assets. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Like Destro Destro to me has to be a secret identity. 
my pitch on the 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 animation that I wanted to try to get off the ground before I was even working on Joe was that Destro would be the big bad and you would get to Serpentor eventually. But the idea that he was fueling conflict worldwide would let the show uh, globe hop, basically, and meet different, you know, contacts somewhere. But the idea was that they were actually trying, Joe was, G.I. Joe was actually trying to wave the flames of contact, of combat down. They were trying to settle what was artificially being pushed up by Destro because he was fueling both sides. I mean, that's kind of what he was doing in the Rise of Cobra movie. And I think the, their idea of Destro, how they played Destro, you know, until the end, um, was actually one of the things they got right. Yeah, yeah. and But but in a, in a very ah, clever way, uh, you can make G.I. Joe anti-war. Yeah. Right? But anyways, thank, thank you, TJ, for tuning in, because we know Friday at 9 Eastern, uh, where you're at in India, is something like Thursday at 2 a.m., so... <laughs> I don't know how that works out with the time zones, but thank you for 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 tuning in half a world away. He's watching us live too. Yeah, man, he's he's here with the live crowd. Yeah. But um, uh, do you think we'll get any of the GI Joe Renegades or Resolute designs in the classified line? No. no. Yeah. Is there any one that just leaps out that you'd really want? I, I would like to see. Uh, resolute design for gung ho be the gung ho design. That's pretty slick. That, that, that. That's pretty awesome, and I think that that is a great update for that character. That they just, you know, I, in all, uh, no offense. I mean, I I I love the the retro one that we got, you know, on the card there just mm-hmm. now too. But it doesn't it doesn't work. For- I kind of like Stalker with the dreads too. I thought that worked. All right. Uh, even though, even though you know it's almost sacrilege to mess with one of the originals, but yeah, like Starker wasn't so. I mean, he was serious, right? That's I think why we all like him, but he wasn't so rigid military that you couldn't imagine him growing his hair out, right? Yeah. But uh, no, my my joke reset. No, no, it's Saturday at eight a.m. So that's not too bad. I haven't seen eight a.m. on a Saturday in months. Well, you have. You've just been on a soccer field for it. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing that gets me up. So uh, let's uh, we'll bring it into the house there. Uh, remember, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, throwing in your questions. Well, let's move on into uh, what we got in. And uh, rack time, Rob. Why don't you go ahead and lead us off? What we got? What What'd you get in this week? I got nothing. Mm. Nothing. Shut, shut out. Nothing. What about last week? I told you what I got last week. Did we do it last week? I thought we yeah. skipped it last week. All right. Uh, I don't you deserve better, Rack Time, Rob. Especially with a day off. Go buy yourself something nice. I, a- I, I have a... Apparently, I have a Marvel Legends Black Panther uh, coming in the mail tomorrow. He's a shiftless layabout is what he is. Well, if they deliver it, he doesn't have to. He can be a layabout. Just put yeah. it in his hand. There you go. <laughs> Mark, Mark Weber, can't, gonna... can't find things around here, so gotta go mail. It's a light leak at the at the Weber house, but usually when they put up uh, college collections of stuff like the Capital One mascot series, and I'm like, oh, the mascots are going to fight. Sparky's going to whip that ass. They never invite ASU to the party. So there was this, a hat collection uh, that went up from uh, New Era or somebody this week, and it was college-based, and it was like a Michigan hat, but it said Go Blue on it. 
or an Arkansas hat that said, right. you know, we'll, we'll pig suey or whatever the weird thing is that they do. So, and it's, it's a snapback, which I don't wear because I, I think they look lame, but yeah. <laughs> Fork them. <laughs> yeah. I'll wear that. What, what's, uh, does the Sun Devil have a name? Sparky. Okay. All right. Yeah. Also the name of an electric chair in Texas, I think, but I think they call that one old Sparky. Pro probably in more than one state. It's probably true. Probably in more than one Texas prison. Yeah. But uh, ASU hasn't had a lot to cheer about in a long time, but fork them. Yeah. <laughs> I, there were only like 13 hats. I was just so excited that they invited yeah. ASU to the dance. Arizona so. State in there. Yeah. But uh, Diana Davis says she has a, a new NDA on the way, and we appreciate that, ma'am. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good job, there. But, um, Yeah, what I get in, I, I mm -hmm. only got one thing myself, and it wasn't even anything I ordered. And if you, you pay attention to us on uh, Facebook and, and uh, Instagram, you've already seen Checkpoint. Still backstops helmet. Right, right. Uh, honorary, uh, prodigy, honorary prodigy of the, uh, of the Beach Party 86. Uh, he was sent by the honcho. So I didn't even have a chance to go out and get them myself. Mark was like, you you need a checkpoint in your collection. And I'm like, sure. It was worth the risk because I didn't know whether or not you had one. But I thought maybe not. So No, and he's he's got his gun. He's got his helmet. He's got his shoulder pads. He does not have his little little nightstick that goes on his leg to which you say, come on, Mark. Right. Come on. Dude, I, I bought that. I sold. I bought him complete. I sold that separate and paid for the whole auction. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's solid. Right. I made money on this. That's, That's the right. best kind of charity. That is. I'd never had a cops figure before, ever. Never actually no. even held one. No, me, me either. They're they're really solid. Like, yeah, they're pretty good. It's it's got some density to it. it they're, they're a little gangly. Like as I was saying to Rob, it's like it it would be a really good figure, except like these would be guys where, um, you know, they they would all be six foot eight. <laughs> and their legs would all be four feet long. Like it was just like, yeah. So they're, they're kind of weird in, in terms of how they're built. But, but when you're looking at them as a toy and, and just something that's made for, for kids to smack together in the backyard, it, it, it's a solid toy. I was impressed. I never really thought much of cops. It wasn't my thing. I was out by then, but no, this I, is I the first one. And yeah, I used to watch the show, but I was already in, in middle school and high school by that point. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't at all interested in the toys, but you know, when I came home from, from school or whatever, I'd, I'd watch the show, but uh, yeah, no, I never, never had any of the figures. Was he a big, like a regular part of the show or was he, no, he was, he was, on. he was uh, not released until after they had stopped production on the show. Okay. Like the show went two seasons and he was part of wave three. Mm. So, so does he get to hang out with Grant, with all the grandpas on your shelf? How's that work? Uh, I, I, they're not really on a shelf right now. He's on the desk with the last six or seven beachheads that I've bought that I haven't put away yet. So, like, they're all right here. Okay. On, on around the computer. It sounds like an, uh, an internet yep. website. How many how many beachheads could Checkpoint take out before getting swarmed? Right. <laughs> right, and like like you with the third graders, eight or nine. Yeah, probably. Sure the not. problem is the bodies, right? They don't they don't de-res, right? Like Tron guys. 
Right. There's bodies on the floor, and some of them might be beaten, but not dead or unconscious, and they're probably grabbing at your ankles. I'm telling you, the, the key to it all, the key to it all is you have to find a scrawny third grader and use him as the weapon to push back all the other third grade. Just straight right. around, you know. Yeah, most people can take eight, nine, ten third graders. Cesaro can take seventy-eight. Yeah, well, I mean, he's Cesaro. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's kind of like a long chain just spinning around. <laughs> he he's six foot seven and all all muscled out. So yeah, he and he's got the big swing. So I was happy to answer the question. What do you get for the guy who has everything? <laughs> Beachhead's grandson. Beach That's a win grandson. right there. Correct. Uh, John Watson says, uh, tonight's show has reminded me of the last frat party I went to. Your fraternity uh, was lame. <laughs> lame. Where, where, were you part of the nerd frat that sat around playing Uno? Right. I and threw that wonky javelin to beat the jocks. Right. Like yeah. the, only, the, only, the only chick that shows up is the faculty advisor's wife. I mean, what, what kind of frat is that, man? Come on. I was in the music fraternity and we partied harder than that. The music fraternity. Anyways, uh, Nick Adams says, so McFarland stole the inability to properly proportion figures from cops. Uh, oh, I come mean, on. You remember Joe versus Cobra? There are a lot of, dude, there are a lot of G.I. Joe figures where the top of the thigh is bigger than the hip socket it's supposed to go into. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, the it 90, looks terrible. There we go. But uh, Torpedo 83 says, uh, Beachhead's grandson with unbroken crotch at that. It, I mean, good luck breaking anything on this guy. He's it, he, he's thicker in the. No, crotch. I think he's questioning the genetic lineage. Yeah. <laughs> Might not be grand, Beachhead's grandson. All I know is there's 52 Beachheads. 51 of them have crotches. So you got to take uh, take uh, Busty <laughs> and line him up with uh, his grandson, just kicking him in the jimmy. <laughs> well, I mean, really, it's it's more like. Uh, You'd have to punch him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean the other way around. I want grandson oh, being, well, being responsible checkpoint, for it. Checkpoint, uh, you know, kicking a field goal on uh, busted crotch beachhead. Actually, though, if you kick your grandfather's crotch off, that's sort of self-dooming, right? In a time travel paradigm. It's already done. He's already been born, right? So. Unless it's that Futurama episode. I guess right? that's true. Fries his own grandpa after all, but uh, yeah, no, uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll bust number m- number ten back out and and do those glamour shots once I get a place to take shots of action figures. That does not exist. Just get a nice white background, like if you have some long boxes around, just stack them up one at a time. Oh, they're all beat to shit. Uh, fair enough. So, uh, shout outs. Racktime Rob, who are we shouting out this week? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, shout out to the studio audience. And uh, uh, let's shout out to the voting process, because I did early voting yesterday since I was you're, off and had the chance. You're a bum. It took me longer to get out of the parking garage. <laughs> we're, we're, anyways, I'll, I'll ask you later as far as yeah. where we go to, to accomplish something as, as, as awesome as early voting. But uh, what else you got, Racktime Rob? Who else we shout out? Uh, 
Uh, whoever designed the calendar to give me two days off right now. Uh, it's good timing. You're a bum. <laughs> Weber, who we shout out? Uh, let's shout out to whoever scheduled my middle school co-ed soccer team to play against a middle school boys A varsity team on Wednesday. We got slaughtered. And it wasn't much fun for them either. And at one point in the second half, their goalie was laying down like head on hands right. in the goal. And I looked over at the other coach who was watching the game, which was on the other half of the field. And I'm like, come on now. Just pull him if he doesn't want to play. And he was like, Bobby, Bobby, come on up, up, up. And then I, a couple minutes later, I looked back over there and he has a buddy from school on the field, in the goal, backpack on one shoulder. They're just rapping about the day and what they had for lunch. And I said, I actually got to use jabroni in a sentence. I said, because, you know, we're a Christian school. I got to watch it. And I'm like, hey, can we get this jabroni off the field, please? So <laughs> to, uh, to the other coach uh, for getting that jabroni off the field. So you're saying there wasn't a lot of action down in the opposite end of the field. It was not, uh, it was not competitive, but uh, my kids played hard. They never complained. They didn't get shovey or mouthy. And I told them at the end of the game, look, I I'm really sorry. That was not your fault. I apologize uh, for the scheduling mix up, but uh, there is a silver lining because their middle school B team is about to get hammered by Rocky Hills varsity right now. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. I'm sure if we were more plugged into the exciting world of Rhode Island middle school sports. Yeah, co-ed. We would, <laughs> we would truly be sharing in this joy with you, but now yeah. it's just like, okay. But the kids were pretty happy that, yeah, they misscheduled, but they scheduled the games back to back. So the team we were supposed to play was taking the field right after us about to get hound housed and hammered and hounded. So karma, <laughs> karma's not usually that fast. No, no. Normally there's a uh, much years even. Yeah. Payoff on that kind of crap. And I give a shout out to that goalie. Who's got a lot to learn and his jabroni friend. <laughs> uh, we'll throw in the shout out for Jan. That's a, uh, Oh yeah. Diana's vet tech. Who's helping out the Cookie Monster? Speedy recovery to the Cookie Monster. He's rocking it. He he, uh, he may become our our mascot along with Chunky Tank Kitty. Dude, he could ride shotgun. Sure thing. Well, gotta gotta send the the materials to build a cardboard tank, right? I mean, the good news is you can just ship it all in the big one. <laughs> right. So it's half the fight right there. But um, the guy who got paid for four weeks of work doing no work calls brother a bum. News at 11. Correct. That is correct. But I at least had to get up and go somewhere to get paid to not do much. That's right. They got tough firewalls there. You need a password and everything. I got a, I got a key card and, and I need to, I have like had to figure out new passwords that were 18 digits long. And yeah, it's, it's, kind of hard do they make you choose a new password like every three months no no the good part of that is once once you figure out something obtuse and long enough to that they don't bother you for it again unless you forget it i'm at one of those shops where they change your password like every three months and i know by next 
April. I'll have no idea what my right. login is. Like, but it's secure. Yeah. Well, of course it's secure. No one's getting into anything. That's it. But I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out to uh, Joe Colton, who, of course, as we said earlier, she is in Connecticut at a wedding. Uh, and to her friends who are getting married. Good luck on that one. Uh, give a shout out to the folks watching us at home. Uh, give a shout out to the folks who are watching us on replay. Give folks to the uh, shout out to the folks who are listening to us on Podbean or Stritcher or Apple Podcasts or wherever wherever your fine audio podcasts are found. Uh, give a shout out to our fine sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We'll sing the theme song for them really quick. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. And, um, you know, give a give a shout out to to Racktime Rob, uh, to Mark Weber, the honcho. Thank you, gentlemen, for, for joining us tonight and uh, working with me to figure out how to fill two hours of nonsense. We did it. Yeah, we did. Just about. Right. Just about. I, I really I really figured we'd be out of here a lot sooner. But, the, you know, studio audience gave us some some good questions tonight. So. It didn't occur to me until the intro, one of the intros, that we're pretty close to being able to reenact with classified uh the hanging cover girl and shipwreck with the side of beef mm. will be long well i don't want to say that uh, i mean we, need, we would need a side of beef but yeah. i think the rocky line had one of those yes you're right yeah. they did oh I'll, I'll go i'll try to find that that's what i'll do and a nightstick apparently i'm missing a nightstick <laughs> don't need the nightstick just... would have been nice to have a nightstick but... I'm just giving you a hard time because I, I didn't, didn't know like, like the first thing rob asked me is just does something go on those holes on his leg? And I'm like, no, I, 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 no. I yeah. Know. Outback's flashlight. That's the, the <laughs> goes. It's how he slides down <laughs> by an attachment mid thigh. <laughs> That's awkward. Anyways. <laughs> so uh, again, thank you folks for joining us. Tune in again next Friday night at 9 PM for another episode of what's on Joe mind should have a full house back next week. Uh, Lord knows what we'll be talking about. More news. Right? Something will happen. Crockmaster 3. Something will happen. We we almost did... Uh, better than that. We almost did definitive uh, 1988 this week, and then Joe Colton bailed out at the last minute. It's not definitive. Joe's not here. Yeah. Can't can't do definitive without the full full house. Semi-finitive. Who needs that? You can get that on any show. Right. That's for, that's for half-assed garbage shows, like those other shows. The ones I, know. That- I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> See, I was going to leave that all all vague and try and make jokes about it, and Mark's going and making it personal. I don't rock a hat during the show very often, so my cosplay is getting better. That's it Side for us. Coming, right? You guys have a great rest of the week. Uh, as our friend Vagon likes to say, uh, stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Uh, thanks for joining us here on What's on Joe Mind. Be back Friday, 9 p.m. Night, everybody. Forkum! Yo, Joe. I'm going to make you hold it. Hold it.